Ladies and gentlemen, with science, it's all what and how, but with fiction, it's why. For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. You sound like a writer. Ah! Foreshadowing, foreshadowing. Yes. Cue the music. I don't know what we're yelling about! We came, we saw, we kicked its ass! Finished. Doc, are you telling me you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Morning conversation anyway. Hello. 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 I'm a Kendall Richardson. And I am the man, the myth, the legend, and the slightly humbled Michael Lister. <laughs> and you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yes, experiencing it through the mediums of two people instead of three. We miss you, Fulia. Yes, we miss you, Fulia. It's never the same no. without you. But without that's all right. You. <laughs> because, as always... Fulia is still very much present in the show, so um, yeah, she couldn't be here, but she has left us many, many thoughts on many, many things to talk many, about many. this episode. Many, many, many. So, uh, what a what a better segue than that? Let's get straight into it with the weekly watchings. Fulia says, "Hello, Fred fans. Sorry for not being on the podcast this week. Got a very busy week ahead, working on a musical theatre show, and it's opening week." As for what I have been watching, I will work backwards instead. Oh, instead. I don't know. Uh, I read the wrong word. <laughs> Whoops. This weekend. <laughs> this weekend, I had the opportunity to rewatch Barbie again with friends who hadn't seen it yet. So it was nice to watch their reactions to the movie. I've also been trying to get through more of Star Wars Rebels. And finally, on Halloween night, I watched A Haunting in Venice all by myself. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Kendall, you were right. It wasn't as scary as I thought it would be. Mm -hmm. Just had some creepy moments. Safe to say I really enjoyed it. Kenneth Branagh can do no wrong as Hercule Poirot. Sorry, Hercule Poirot. Uh, I love that man. So to rank all three Poirot movies, number three, Death on the Nile, number two, A Haunting Venice, number one, Murder on the Orient Express. Now I want to do a marathon of the trilogy. And that's it from me. See you soon, friends. Oh, thanks, Fulia. Uh, I'm very glad she watched that finally and enjoyed it. Um, I, I still need to watch Murder on the Orient Express, as I keep saying every time this comes up, but that's fine. Um, you are correct to rank Death on the Nile third and that's all i'll say about that but i'm glad you liked haunting in venice um uh it's very very awesome um yeah very good stuff michael what about you what have you been watching well me um i've been juggling of course i've got i've got a, a show myself that i'm doing yeah. at the moment and i got my my two scripts behind me so i can just stare at a wall and learn lines it's very tricky because one is naturalistic and the other one is a Greek tragedy. So it's a lot mm. of prose and poetry and yep. doesn't help when it doesn't work in the mind of a dyslexic. Anyway, and I'm also um, I'm playing Prometheus, so I'm standing still. I'm not doing anything, so I don't have any muscle memory to help me 
learn okay in this line um, i do this so that's annoying yeah i'm a very i'm a very muscle memory sort of person when it can when it comes to script uh remembering but i like a challenge mm, yeah mm-hmm. but to keep me um entertained and not crazy um uh, something dropped on a YouTube uh, called a uh, little thing that I, I don't know if you've heard of it, Kendall, uh, Critical Role. Um, mm, I may yeah, have heard of that. Yeah, yeah. They, they, uh, they released their live show that they did in in the London. Oh. Yeah, it's uh, it's their li- uh, the first live show since uh, 2020, so all the way back then. Uh, I even 2019 i think i'm not sure if they got one in just in time for the the big the big thing that we the all big the big thing that we all witnessed uh yeah it was a and they did a one shot uh but with the characters from the second campaign the mighty 9 yeah. uh yeah they called it the mighty 9 reunion echoes of the of the solstice and that was a bit of fun um they had they had a warm up act which was uh, Daniel Sloss. Yeah, yeah, I know. He's he's a critter himself. <laughs> ah, that's cool. Yeah, and what's really cool is he get he he got the chance to play with them as well, which is ah uh, oh that would have been hilarious. <laughs> it was, and I won't spoil it for you, Kendall, because I think you might enjoy it. Okay. If you've if you got a spare five hours, um, oh, just five hours. Oh, sure. just five. Just five hours. Just, <laughs> just five. Just, just crank up. Just crank it up to like two speed, and, and you'll be. Oh good. yeah, yeah. It'll be yeah. good. Two and a half hours. Let's let's go. <laughs> yeah. Um. I watched that because uh it it was uh live streamed um on their YouTube as well as their Twitch and I caught the very start of it and i caught the very end of it so i knew what was going to happen so i just wanted to watch little little bits in between um yeah and uh yeah and i watched a bit of stand-up from from daniel sloss as well and i always like daniel sloss he he, he's very he's very humorous in his (laughs) humorous ways i i i also really enjoy his um physical like the way he kind of moves when he's on stage and he like he does this thing where he like bends over, like, like I can't do it obviously right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. He's fucking hilarious. Yeah, and he's um, uh, and his specials on Netflix are, are very fun too. Is yeah, so they're great. It, it was sort of my sort of introduction to 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 him because I heard like different stuff like. Uh, it was probably on a podcast that I heard him once. I was like, "Oh, it's pretty funny. I'll give, it, I'll, I'll have a look at him, uh, and all his jokes about his massive wang." Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, he he was very enjoyable, and I think um, I'll I'll see if I can find like the timestamp, and then I'll and then I'll show where he actually comes in, and okay. and he's only there for uh, probably. I don't know, probably probably twenty minutes, and then okay. he leaves. Mm-hmm. Reasons. <laughs> <laughs> his, his character rolls a one, and he gets killed. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. Watch the whole thing. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> he does roll a one. 
Once. Okay, once. He, he does roll a, a, a 20. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Cool. Natural, natural 20. Natural and, 20. And because this is the second campaign, which I haven't watched any of, so this mm. is like the end of the their campaign and all their characters are off doing their own thing and they're reunion, uh, reuniting just for this particular quest. So, yeah, maybe a bit of a spoiler for the second campaign if you haven't seen it, um, which I haven't, so... It's yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah, you could just drop in any old time. It's like Doctor Who. You just yeah. drop in, you drop drop in, in. anywhere. Yeah, exactly. drop in anywhere. You don't have to start from the start. That's what I that's why I say for for new Whovians out there. Never start mm. from the start. Just ask your friends if they know and, and they can f- uh, put you in the right direction. Yes. Not me. Yes. I'm not talking about myself. I wasn't no. I wasn't oh, referring okay. to myself. <laughs> uh, pe- people, you know, pe- People that you like and enjoy <laughs> to be around. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so I watched that as well as two things that I'll mention here because I know that's probably going to be a bit of a cross-pollination uh, with you, Kendall. I mm. watched the season season finale of uh, Gen V. Yeah. Yes. And I'm actually quite interested in the second season of what's going to happen with them. Yep. Maybe not in a school, though. Don't think so. No. And the little little cameo at the end. (laughs) Well, two cameos at the end. um, Mm. uh, That will steam through into the fourth season of The Boys. Yeah. Where it will pick up. And Mm -hmm. that's a bit of fun. And, yeah. I like their 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 take on the uh, on um, <laughs> Charles Xavier School of talented youngsters and all that. The X Men. I like it. I like yes. it. Yes. Yes. Uh, and well, uh, speaking of which, sort of sim- similar vein, I watched the first episode of Invincible. Yeah. Uh, of the second season. Mm-hmm. And that's great. I like it. It's back doing its thing. <laughs> Poor Mark's face. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> that boy can take a beating. He Spoilers. can. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Kendall? Mm. Oh, sorry. All right. Well, you no, no, no. You're fine. Um, well, I'll just you know piggyback off of you because um, yeah, Invincible. I watched that today um, as well. So. It took me a second to re- like get back in the world because it has been two years since first season ended, mm, um, mm. <laughs> and all I remembered really that I, I realized—I thought I remembered more. Apparently not. All I really remembered was the you know the final fight with um, uh, Mark and his dad and yeah. how fucking shit that went. Um, but you know, it was, so I was getting my bearings a bit. And, like the beginning th- threw me for a fucking loop. I was like, hang on. All right, this is a dream. This is a dream. This, oh, it's not. It's not a dream. What the fuck's going on? Okay. All right, we're just not going to talk about that. And then by the end of the episode, it makes sense. Um, yeah. Of course. And I was like, oh, that's clever. That's very clever. Um, very good writing. So. Yeah. Um, They're yeah, doing what yeah. all superhero sh- uh, shows are doing now. <laughs> well, in the MCU Ult- as well as well as DCU. Yeah, multiverse, alternate. Multiverse. Yeah, 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 
Yeah, I didn't need. We didn't need another one of them. I literally was watching it. And I'm like, this guy seems like Kang, except like not like Kang, but he's sort yeah. of like Kang. But by so. it, by the end of it, he looks like Krang. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, oh, that looks. Oh, that was fucked up. Um, All down really his cool. back. Yeah. That was a visual. Um, yeah, it reminds me of the uh, of the bad guy at the end of um, uh, the time machine. The uh, Piers. Oh, the guy Piers. Guy Piers I, I don't even remember that movie. I've, I know I watched it when it came out, but I don't remember it now. I couldn't tell you. He, his brain was going down his back. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. Good. We love, we love, we love that. <laughs> we love brains. Brains on we the lo- back. So much brains. So, so much, much brains. brains. Where are they going to go? Just down the back. Down to back, yeah, like, <laughs> like hair, um, yeah, yeah, some squishy hair, yeah. squishy hair. <laughs> yeah, Invincible was very, very good. I really, I really liked it. Um, yeah, I love, I love the fact that it's such an adult show um, mm. as well. Like, it's the animation is fine, but it's like the depth to it in the storytelling and the the complex complexities of the characters in the show like yeah it's just it's done very very well um mm. so i'm looking forward to watching that now every week that gen v's done because speaking of gen v's done and i watched the <laughs> finale and i i i enjoyed it very much it was very fast paced so that by the time it ended i was like oh fuck all right that's it cool that was 40 minutes sick um yeah but it was but it was good it kind of kind of went a little the way I expected just in terms of Kate and Sam. I had a feeling that they were going to go down that route. I'm I'm very sad about Sam in particular, not to spoil anything, but that scene with him and Emma kind of broke me a little bit. I was like, that's fucking devastating. But I really like the fact that like I, Sam's, Sam's fucking crazy, but you understand where he's coming from yeah. Um, at the same time. Yeah. You know what he's been through and you know why he's doing what he's doing. And it just sucks that, that he let that cloud his judgment for, for Emma, um, mm. you know, a little bit. So that was devastating. But, and then the moment where, you know, he makes Kate, um, you know, turn, turn off his feelings basically. Yeah. Just like, oh, and and that line read, um, how to, well done to the actor who did that because just uh, saying one thing but meaning another is pretty hard to do. It's like I feel nothing, mm. but he is content at that at that thing. It's yeah, heart wrenching, and it's like, well done, sir. You yeah. have a bright future, yeah. even though you, you fuck puppets. <laughs> you fuck puppets. <laughs> yeah, I um, a- Aza German, I think is his name. Um, mm. Yeah, he that line. You're right. That fucking line delivery was, that was like fucking ah. Uh, that was perfect. Like perfect line delivery. Even so. even the scene between yeah, even the scene between him and Emma, like on, mm. on the stage mm. and doing a stage play is like yeah, I can see so many levels in that. Shut up, slab a beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's probably the the most talented actor in the cast. I think it might be fair to say. Yeah, yeah. Or he's up, he's there. up there. He's up there at least. But um but yeah, yeah. But no, it was a good finale and, and yeah, those two um two cameos at the end were great. I just I mean I just I mean we've already already spoiled a couple of things, so I'm just gonna spoil the cameos now just well mainly just one because I just want to talk about 
fucking just how amazing Anthony Starr is. Fucking oh, stray man. <laughs> thirty seconds, and just he just lands and just what the guy does with micro expressions. It's just it's just the way he uses his face, and then just the way he spit. Like, just everything. He's just ah, oh, he's just too good. He's just too fucking good. So I really enjoyed that, like, 30 seconds to a minute of Homelander. That was fun. Um, and then, yeah, of course, you know, a nice little Billy Butcher cameo at the end. You can tell with his silhouette. It's like, that, that, that's Butcher, isn't it? That's yeah, Billy. it's Butcher. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with his, with so, his ha- half trench coat. Yeah. And I guess um, I guess Shetty is actually legit dead. So that's... Uh, that's fine. I part of me thought it might have been a hallucination, but and she dead. Mm. 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 She very dead. But that's okay. I can't wait to see where the show goes. I can't wait to see how it's going to connect to the boys, because um, there's clearly going to be something going on. Um, so yeah, well done. I one of the best spin-off shows I've seen for a while. I reckon. Um, yeah. Really, really good. Um, okay, no more Clancy. No more Clancy Brown. I know, no more Clancy Brown. He's definitely done. Sorry. Um, yes, well, I have two other things that I can mention uh, that I watched. Which one shall I say first? Okay, I finished, um, finally finished watching The Fall of the House of Usher. Um, Oh, yeah. You did better than me. I'm still on one. (laughs) Yeah. That's okay. I won't spoil it for you though. Um, but um, but yeah, I, I binged a bunch of it last night and then uh, finished it this morning because I was passing out during the second last episode. So I'm like, ah, oh, bedtime. I'm not. No way. I'm gonna make through the last episode when it's 75 minutes long. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I I was actually moved to tears at the end of this. Like by the end of this, just just for the. Not for the reasons you would think. Just literally because I'm such a nerd and I love Edgar Allan Poe and the way they fucking did some of the stuff, like the way they adapted a lot of his work in this show is just so fucking good. And like, I just was overcome. Like the last episode is called The Raven and you actually get a bit of, you know, the the Raven a poem recited in the episode and just the imagery and the way it all played out was just, I was like, I had tears in my eyes. I was like, this is fucking beautiful. Like I was, I was just like, Oh my God, if I ever meet Mike Flanagan, I'm giving him a hug and just thanking him. Cause seriously, I just, ugh. Mm. and I immediately pulled out my Edgar Allan Poe book and started rereading things. So that was fun. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, but it was so beautiful. It was so well done. So like scary and, and just yeah, yeah. It just they, yeah, just fucking nailed it. Like again, he just just nailed it. Um, yeah. And one of the, I'll say I won't tell you what it is, what death scene it is, but the one at the end of episode six might be my favorite, just because visually it looked <laughs> best like, death. Be, just it was visually stunning. Yeah. And I know that's like hard to say about like a character dying, but like the way it was. It was oh, just no, this no, beautiful. No. It. it was just this beautiful slow motion sort of a shot um, that I just it looked. Am- it looked stunning. The cinematography was just incredible. So, yeah, no, I really loved it. I'm so glad I finally found the time to finish it because now I can go back to Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> but well, 
you've got... Uh... I've got two and a half weeks, I think. Yeah. <laughs> For season four. Yes. <laughs> I, I can do it. I can do it. I believe in myself. But before before we get on out of the, the weekly washings, I have to mention, and I'm sad Fulia's not here for this, but if she's listening or watching. Um, After she's I, watched Loki, so she doesn't get yeah, spoiled. <laughs> yes, true. Um, I started watching the live action One Piece. Oh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> yeah, Come along yes. and sail with me. We're on a cruise. We are. um yeah i yeah i i my usual uh catching up with my mates to watch shield didn't happen this week so one of them was like do you want to you know still watch something and i was like yeah sure and he recommended one piece because he's like i've already seen it and i loved it and i'm like yeah everyone i know that's watched it says it's a fantastic show and i i should and i do want to watch it so he was just like well let's let's do it so let's watch the first one i yeah, so I watched the first. I only watched the first three episodes because again oh, I was yeah. really tired, so I didn't get much more. Which is annoying because I think episode three is the first half of a two-parter, maybe I, from memory. And I was really tired when I watched it, but um, but no, I really really like it. Hmm. It's really it's really good. Um, it's really funny and wholesome and endearing and just good storytelling and really good performances and visually really cool and the whole pirate aesthetic is like it's unique to the world like it's i like love how like it's just like an amalgamation between like traditional pirate looking stuff and then you've also got some contemporary sort of styling kind of thrown in like it's just yeah it's like throwing it all at the kitchen sink and it works sort of thing like i just the whole vibe is is really really cool um L- luffy is hysterical and i love him um he's so great um and i i'm i'm so i love the fact that they're choosing to do like you know his backstory we flash back to him and you know him and shanks and then and what's going on with him as a kid and how he gets his abilities and then and then we cut back to the present and you know so I'm I'm looking forward to the two of those storylines sort of marrying up more as we go along I'm assuming that's what they're going to be doing um and yeah yeah so I love that and I but my who are my two who are my two favorites I had one character I, well I love Shanks I will just say I really like Shanks I think he's fantastic um I really like him a lot I love his whole whole thing he's great and I'm sad that he's lost an arm. Um, <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. Um, and then uh, my other favorite character um, was Zoro, just because his his whole vibe, his whole thing, just this whole mm. calm, cool, collected, the three swords thing. Like he's just badass. Like he's so fucking badass. I really really like him a lot he might be my favorite character so um yeah yeah it's it's really cool it's a really good show i'm i'm i can't wait to finish it um so yeah hopefully in the next couple of weeks i'll i'll have have my mate back over and we'll binge the rest of it but uh but yeah nice yeah it's good i'm very glad to be on the one piece train yeah (laughs) and after you finish it then you can start the anime no (laughs) 
I'm being not watching. Fully out, going to compare. It's like, what? Which which episode are we up to? Ah, oh, we're up to this one. Ah, oh, we're better. We haven't even cracked a hundred yet, <laughs> and there's another <laughs> thousand. No, I'm not. I'm. I cannot. I could not lose. I'm trying to write a novel. I cannot write. I cannot. <laughs> I cannot lose my life to a thousand episodes. No, you just you just watch one a day and and and. For the four way, years. Yeah, the way I've heard <laughs> is don't think of it as a, a task to watch a thousand because you need to experience it. Uh, like Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just think, just think, it's like I'm just watching a journey that is continuing. It's basically, I don't know, it's it's quite it's, it's quite unique. You, you, you're not really just like, i got to get here, i got to here. It's not like Doctor Who. It's like, you got to watch the fourth season before the... You know that shit. It it's it's something to enjoy, to embrace, and and and, and just to talk about, just to enjoy. And I kind of yes. like, I kind of like that aspect that it you shouldn't have that burden to say, oh, I'm not up to that bit yet. It's like it's fine, it's fine, it's all good. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll talk about something else. Um, um, uh, Zoro's uh, hot, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yes. And he's three swords. He's three swords. I. He's just the the fucking fight choreography in that show is is just amazing. And yeah. And you know what else is really funny? Um, the the actor that plays Buggy, um, Jeff Ward. He's actually in Agents of Shield. <laughs> there you go. There's always yeah. a connection. Yeah. So me and me and my mate Adam, we were watching it, and I was like. Wait a second, he looks familiar. I looked it up and I showed Adam and, and he was like, Are you fucking serious? I'm like, yeah. So technically you did you did get a Technically we watched Agents of Shield, but yeah, no, just uh, a weird connection. With a, with a weird pirate filter on it, it's fine. <laughs> and a big mm. nose. Don't don't say big it's a nose. big nose. Don't don't talk about his nose. No, oh. <laughs> I like I liked him too though, he was funny. Hmm. Um anyway. Uh, yeah, so looking forward to watching more of that. But until then, how about we dive in to the week that was in the nerdy news? This is the news and nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. All right. Nerdy news time, and we're going to kick things off with a little discussion on Marvel. Um, because if you know, in, in case you lived under a rock this week, uh, there was a massive article that was released by uh, Variety, um, very reputable uh, entertainment news reporting uh, magazine slash website, um, and basically this report detailed a lot of things that have been going on behind the scenes at Marvel Studios. Um, and some of it seems to be quite founded in terms of like, oh, okay, this is concerning. And then other stuff just is just like, well, I feel like you're just trying to drum up drama. Like, I don't know if you read the, the article, Mike, but... Um, I've heard a lot people of the talk stuff, about it, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people, have been, everyone, like... Anyone who's a, a nerd and on the internet has been talking about this. So, mm. um, but but the the thing the thing I found interesting was like the what the, when they were talking about the Marvels, they were trying to really emphasize a lot of the, you know, the concerns that um, 
we should have for this movie because of like they did reshoots and the director left the project quote unquote uh early and and uh, they did a test screening that was meh and just like i just i don't know i i feel like they're just that's just them trying to be like uh i don't know just starting fires that shouldn't be started i guess uh that's a bad analogy but i do you know what kind of fitting just yeah, I just didn't think it was. Cause I didn't you, think that cause, stuff was because you, you got something to promote as well at the end of the fire starter. Anyway, <laughs> yes, um, but yes, but yes. Anywho's, um, yeah, I, I think like yeah, it's kind of stupid, especially the reshoot stuff. Like reshoots is is something that I used to go, oh no, that's bad. But it's reshoots are very very common. It is common. Big productions like this. It also depends on the project. Like, yeah, um, it is common for stuff to be reshot because it doesn't fit within the actual narrative of when you're uh, editing. It's like, oh, we need something, something to do that. Like, it's like, oh, we need. <laughs> like, a best example is um, in uh, Lord of the Rings: Two Towers. No. Uh. It's when it's when Sherlock um, uh, comes in, uh, the big spider. Oh, Shelob. Uh, Shelob, and um, they needed a shot where uh, uh, Sam is brandishing Sting and and stepping into stepping into the shot where Frodo is getting wrapped in in mm. the, in the thing, but Sean Astin wasn't around. So what what they had to do was uh, Peter Jackson had to get on like half of Sam's gear and just step forward with his hand with his hand. So that shot, it's actually Peter Jackson and not and not um Sean it's not, not Sean. No. Mm, yeah, I think I've heard that before. Movie magic. And yes, that is common, but when we hear that pretty much um uh secret uh, Secret Invasion was basically reshot from the ground up. That is concerning. That is concerning. Yes, yes, mm. very. And much. then we got very what we so. got. And then we got all that, and it and yeah, it wasn't good. Um, really, there were there there were good elements of it, but yeah, to the point where I booked tickets for the Marvels last week, and a friend of mine. Uh, who's coming, she was like, oh, what do I need to know or watch before I see this movie? And I was like, oh, just probably WandaVision. Like, obviously, the Captain Marvel goes without saying. But WandaVision and uh, what was the other one I mentioned? Ms. Marvel. Ms. Marvel, yeah. And then, and then she was like, oh, not Secret Invasion? I'm like, nah. <laughs> we could tell you what you need to know. <laughs> no. It's fine. Basically, it's Nick fine. Fury uh, doesn't go anywhere. No character growth or anything. Maybe there's a mention of his wife. I don't know. Yeah, but we'll not see. essential. <laughs> not essential. Definitely not essential. Um, but anyway, as for the other stuff that was mentioned in the article, um, there, there's a couple of things that came out that uh, discussions were had about how to approach... Uh, some of the problems that they've been having post Endgame and post the pandemic, um, you know, and post strike, and now with this, yeah, and with the strike as well. Um, but no, uh, with the whole Jonathan Majors issue, um, yeah, they said that they were looking at one point at maybe even um, shifting towards Doctor Doom as the new villain for the saga. Um, so. 
Yeah, that's probably probably not going to happen. Um, but um, I'd be curious. I'm curious to see is how they work around it because he's Jonathan Majors. His trial is finally going to be starting in a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, so yeah, so we'll find out. Um, maybe start to find out what's going to happen with him soon-ish. I don't know. The legal system doesn't work very fast. So depending on what kind of a case is, because you know, obviously he's um going to be pleading not guilty and all, and all of that and you know if it's is what it is whatever happens but um but yeah you know depending on what does happen marvel will need to have a contingency plan for it and yeah them suggesting doctor doom is very very interesting because i feel like it's it's it, it, that might just be a dead giveaway then that they're going to do doctor doom in the fantastic four movie which is i, I was hoping they weren't going to do just because We've seen Doctor Doom done already twice, mm. it, and it didn't, and it was fine. Like Julian McMahon's time, yeah. portrayal was, yeah, his portrayal was fine. I enjoyed him the way they wrote him. He was one of the better parts of that first first movie in the in the fan four stick attempt. Not so much. He was okay, but he wasn't really. But that whole movie is a you know I could write a fucking essay on how bad that movie is. Um, <laughs> reshoots problem um and yeah but anyway i was hoping they would do something else but um but if they're gonna do dr doom that's fine so yeah so that's a thing um and then yeah the other thing i just wanted to mention before i throw to you mike um was the fact that at one point they were also considering um doing another avengers film with the original six um they were going to undo the deaths i think somehow um of you know of iron man and and black widow and and bring the band back together for one more outing um um i don't know how how many languages there are but that's how many times i'm saying no to that Mm. (laughs) only only because as much as i would absolutely absolutely love to see them all again at you you're just undermining um what they achieved you're just you're taking the easy way out if you're doing something like that. Um, and I know we're living, we're living in a world of like, you know, it's now a multiverse saga and yeah, it's possible that when we get to secret wars and Kang dynasty and all that shit, that there's, there's a chance we might actually get to see, um, a, you know, RDJ and Scarlett Johansson and all those people come back in some form. Um, and that's, that's fine. That's different. But this being like, Hey, let's, put the band back together as just it's it's not a good idea and it's also unrealistic especially because of how much it would fucking cost them to do because of how especially rdj like his his ticket for this would be ridiculous um so yeah so i don't know i it's just very interesting to see all this stuff that's coming out about what they're trying to do how they're trying to figure this out and it's just ah yeah Mm. uh yeah, like, and it's a sign of the times because literally I used to have to buy tickets to Marvel movies the day the tickets were released. If I wanted to see it opening day, opening night, had to get it on that day, tickets released. I got tickets for the Marvels, like I said, just a few days ago, and it comes out this week. The cinema was practically empty. So, yeah. So things are <laughs> be interesting to see how many people are actually in the cinema when I go on Wednesday night. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. 
I'm just sad. I'm just sad that this is the this is the state of affairs now. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They just again, they just they just should have taken a break. They just should have stopped. They should have just And look, I suppose in their defense, this pandemic didn't help, you know. They had a whole year technically where they did take a break because they couldn't put anything out, but then they overcompensated when they came back and they just overloaded us. Um with a bunch of stuff a lot of it didn't connect a lot of it yeah was hit and miss and then like the whole she hulk debacle of like how they they kind of fucked over the cgi cg artists when you know they they retooled what the show was going to be because there was like you know jen's not going to go hulk until the end of the show oh now she's going to do it in the first episode they had to scramble to fucking do the rendering in time and get her looking decent and then all this you know backlash came out about how terrible she looked she didn't even look that bad it was fine um but and anyway that, and then the VF, vfx like basically came out on reddit it's like well it's not our fault this this is what the shit that we have to deal with like, oh shit so now we're on their side and rightly yeah, so absolutely. and now they're unionizing which is good now they're un yes yeah then unionizing now so fucking good for them get what you're owed yeah Stand up for yourselves, cause yeah, uh, it's just it's just fucked. Mm. It's just fucked. Anyway, Michael, tell me your thoughts. How do you feel about some of this stuff? Yeah, been, I feel like, like this is sort of writing on the wall. Like we've been feeling this for a while now. Um, yeah, I think ever since um, yeah after uh, um, Endgame, um, a, a lot of a lot of big wigs up in Disney say. Uh, so a lot of um, like potential is like oh, because we're now like putting in the forefront uh, Disney Plus, we need all these shows. We can't when one show starts and and sh- when the show finishes, then the next week another show starts, and then doing movies as well. And then it it basically went up, uh, <laughs> it went went ass over tit when the pandemic started. And then it was like, oh, we can't do anything, and we can't get anything out. And now, and now, like two years just went into one year, and we're just and as consumers, we can't do that. We've learnt that we've there. There is such thing as too much content, mm. and when you are basically the MCU, where where sort of everything was essential. And everything was not essential as well. Like, there's certain movies that, that you can skip over, like Thor: Dark World, <laughs> sort of. And well, it's, it's not that essential. I mean, uh, out, out I of the big skip, well, there's bits and pieces, but you can sort of pick up like like contents clues in between. And and not every movie was talking to each other. That's why like uh, Wanda had that weird character development in between and there's a trying to prove that she's not a villain and then she is a villain and yeah and it, it, it just yeah it was just too much they tried to do too much um i blame the higher-ups because they because the previous bob uh wanted one wanted everything to be on Disney Plus including like Pixar movies it's like no can we have a theater release because they were good it's like nope we're putting Luca on on it but it's so good too bad too bad and now and now 
and now Pixar is like suffering from it and now they're going back to the world. It's like, ah, oh, we're doing Inside Out 2. It's like, okay, what what else? Uh, Toy Story 5. Oh, can we do something new and different like they used to do and just go back to the well when they when every time they do the good dinosaur that I still haven't seen and probably don't want to see. <laughs> you know, there is a such thing as too much content. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and now they're coming out and saying, yeah, we need to slow down. It's like, yes, slow down, please, because... And Star Wars, do the same thing, please. Too yeah. much. Too much, too soon. And let us, let us, like, evaluate every single piece of content. Otherwise... It just falls beyond the wayside, and it's like the rewatch value is uh, is out the window. Like, I haven't watched anything again because there's too much to catch up on. Stupid, completely stupid. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. But in in defense, Variety hasn't really got much to say ever ever since the strikes happening because it's like there's nothing new to make because we're still uh, the actors are still on strike and and still negotiating and and yeah so well hopefully hopefully on that it's it might be about to finish because apparently i don't know if you saw the amptp um gave them like one amazing offer that they're like i don't know if they're calling it their final offer or or what but apparently there are saga reviewing it currently at the moment yeah Um, it's the final best and last offer it's like you said that last time hmm so who knows it's only over until until sag says it's over yes you give us the deal we say yes or no you can't say oh there's going to be the last one it's like no doesn't work like that buddy no we back say to, when it's the last. Back to the gay pile. <laughs> Everybody back in the pile. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking goobacks. Um awesome. All right. Yeah. Let's <laughs> let's move on, shall we, to some um, better news. Um so got some Doctor Who news. Who news? Who news? Um, yeah, so this is, this is kind of a cool little, um, uh, series that's sort of just happened or has been announced or has all the episodes, are all the episodes up, Mike, or? Well. Yes? It's all up, uh, on iPlayer. So no Mm -hmm. one else in the world except for the UK can watch it. Uh. Unless. Yeah. Unless you have a VPN. Um. (laughs) Or go on some sort of bay. Yeah. Yeah. Where you can find the One Piece. <laughs> one Piece. We are. <laughs> Maybe the One Piece is. <laughs> you, you know, the treasure. All the treasure is in One Piece. It's in One Piece. Ah, double meaning. Anyway, Doctor Who. Yes, Doctor Who. So, this is a series called uh, Doctor Who Tales of the TARDIS. Um, it's basically. Um, seems to be a collection of classic who episodes that is sort of bookended by um reunions of um some of the doctors um 
and some of the companions um, from across the uh, you know classic the, the classic series. Yeah, um, so I you know it's really really sweet to see this kind of thing happening, and uh, you know it's obviously in time for the 60th anniversary that they're doing it, and um, it's really it's just really nice to see that this you know especially some of the older actors are still you know still with us and they're able to do this um is really it's very very sweet so um mike how are you how are you feeling about this you think it's pretty cool how did the how did the scene the bookend scenes go for you when you watched it uh subscribe subscribe if you cry every time um (laughs) it was it was absolutely fantastic uh, especially for like classic whovians like me even though I, i was born on the year that it was cancelled. Um, yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. Um, only only bookends, uh, and then the actual main uh, episode that they're talking about, except they edited out, like, the part two, part three, so it's a continuation. So every... So every episode goes for an hour, an hour or so. So... Mm. So yeah, it's a good uh, jumping off point for anyone who wants to have a dive into a classic uh classic uh, episode. And essentially uh, the bookends are to explain what's happening and what where where these characters are in the in the main timeline. And the way they uh, and they're written as such as not just the two actors like talking about it. They actually are their characters, like all these years, all these years ago. And mm-hmm. and there's one with um, Curse of Fenric, which is actually a um, Seventh Doctor episode. And you got and you got Sylvester McCoy and 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 Sophie Eldred playing Ace again. And they reference uh, power of power of the Doctor, where the last time we saw each other, you were a hologram. I thought oh, everything's connected. Thank you, RTJ. Ah, oh, everything's good and everything's nice. And yeah, I just I'm yeah I'm gonna cry. It's 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 great. Um, because I watched them first because there's no there's there's no really getting around it. But but Ace and the Seventh Doctor is my favorite. And I always go back to them. Um, but I watched the other ones, and that was great too. Um, the Seventh Doctor was wearing his costume. The Fifth Doctor was wearing his costume. Um, and, and Tegan was uh, w- with him as well, so Power of the Doctor as well. So that that was great. And they were... T- uh, which one was that one? Yes, they were... Yeah, the... Um, the Cyberman story. And there's a... Maybe a, Where... In the episode of Power of the Doctor, where they were talking about Adric, and that sort of big name drop, and no one else and no one else knew what they were talking about, but I knew, I knew. And this is the episode that they were talking about, which is smart because a lot of people will probably not understand what what um, the character Adric meant between Tegan and the Doctor. So that that's great. So I think maybe these episodes um, would probably be beneficial to to watch with uh like new new who coming out and because mm. there was one some because they do the three doctors which is the 10th anniversary of doctor who in uh 1973 
and it's got the three doctors it's got William Hartnell uh Patrick Troughton and and John Pertwee in the same episode and they have um and they have Katie Manning playing uh Joe who was the compa- who was the companion in that that episode who's still with us thank god and and she was paired up with a character from uh, the Sarah Jane Adventures. So anyone who's seen the Sarah Jane Adventures knows this character. I haven't seen it, unfortunately. Sorry. It was that that was the real kiddie version of Doctor Who, and I didn't watch it because I got real Doctor Who. It's say probably the same reason why I watched. I did, I haven't watched Torchwood either. It's like yeah, it's not it's not real Doctor Who, uh, as well as class as well. So they they do mention um, uh, Sarah Jane as well. So. That that's great, uh, and because uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Sladen's no longer with us, unfortunately, and mm. yeah, and there's and there was, uh, yeah, and the other one, yeah, the Sixth Doctor was com- uh, companioned with Perry, and they did, um, uh, oh, one, yeah, one of the episodes. Sorry, I'm blanking, but uh, her departure was a bit up in the air so they definitely um put a pin on what actually happened to her and af- after that mm. and mm-hmm. also the that makes the um trailer for the uh box set canon <laughs> cuz ever since they're doing the collector's edition um the, uh they they did they do a little um trailer and what's really great is they actually get the get these characters actually playing their playing their characters and it's it, it's canon everything's canon it's great yeah um and a surprising one that i saw was was um a companion two companions from the first doctor uh vicky and steven which with william russell playing ian probably haven't haven't reprised their roles since the, since the 60s and that that was great as well and who else yeah they did the time meddler so maybe maybe the time meddler is going to be in the new new who maybe because they do mention that um uh what happened to him during big finish audio adventures so everything's connected if you know you know um yeah, uh, Zoe and Jamie, second Doctor, um, second Doctor companions as well. Uh, Fraser Hines. They need to bring Fraser Hines back. He's great. <laughs> He's a Scot- Scottish Highlander, like all the way <laughs> from the seventeenth century. So, a lot, of, a lot of you know Braveheart and shit <laughs> before Braveheart. Um, yeah, yeah, it was great, and just getting ready for the sixtieth anniversary. It's great, nice. and I don't suppose as uh, the news sort of broke out where it may be confirmed, maybe later on. Um, it could be that Shooty Gart was uh, tenure. It's going to be a complete reboot because it's going to be on Disney Plus or whatever. It's so they're mm-hmm. going, they're going back. So it's going to be season one again. Oh, I okay. Yeah, I I don't That's know how weird. I feel about that. No, I mean, like promoting it wise, 
maybe makes sense because now Disney's doing like uh, uh, um, disputing no no um, showing it up so they go so they're going to go back to things so I don't know Um, I mean they did the same thing for the new who they they didn't go from uh, 20 uh, 28 uh, no 26 to 27 uh, series they they went back to do to do season one so yeah so it's quite possibly going to be a new season like ranking so interesting yeah so i hope you enjoyed what you saw last time because that's the end of that era so this is new new who new new who I'm not calling it Disney Who. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't don't call it that. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I yeah. don't know how I feel about it. it I don't, no, I don't know. It, it, all the new changes to Doctor Who, I sort of was like, okay, that's a thing. It'll change. It's, yeah, it's been changing for sixty years. Come in. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So two. Yeah. So if you've got a VPN, go to iPlayer make an account and say, yes, you've got a BBC license. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and to watch it. Um, cool. All right. Well, next up in the news, um, uh, a few things were uh, announced by, um, I suppose we could say HBO during the week about, you know, when certain shows we can expect them on our scenes. The biggest one, I would say, out of the bunch, was um, House of the Dragon. Um, we have confirmation of when we can expect to start seeing the second season on our screens, and that's going to be next year um, in winter, early winter. So probably around June um, we're looking at the beginning of, of that, which makes me very happy because it means that House of the Dragon and Rings of Power will not be on at the same time. <laughs> They will be on separately. So that makes me feel a lot better. Um, but yeah, but no, good to see that we've got a confirmation of when that's going to start. Because um, I believe they've already finished filming. I, I think they I think they finished filming before the actor's strike began, if I'm not mistaken. Um, or they f- finished filming um, as... Th- the writer strike was—I can't—I can't remember, but I think they're already done, and they're apparently yeah. they're looking at um, if the if and when, depending obviously if the actor strike uh, finishes soon, they're looking at filming the um, spin-off, the other Game of Thrones spin-off. Um, oh, what's it called? It has has a name? Uh, Knight of the Seven Kingdoms, the Hedge Knight. Um, so that's the other spin-off. They're looking at um, starting to uh, film that in. Um, March, April next year, depending on the actor strike. Yeah. Night um, of the Seven so. Kingdoms, the hedge fund manager. <laughs> yeah, that'll be uh that'll be interesting. But yes. Um yeah. So I, I'm I'm excited um for this. This is gonna be the first season was much better than we all expected and uh yeah, I can't wait to go back and see what's gonna happen. Um, you know how it's all going to play out. It's exciting. Uh, Michael, uh, yep. what are your thoughts? Uh, cool. Can't wait. Uh, really enjoyed the first season. And pay your writers and HBO, stop 
making um, burner accounts on social media to uh. go out, go after critics. Anyway, next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I only found out about that today. I was like, oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood is evil. Hollywood um, is petty. <laughs> Hollywood is very petty. Oh, and they make all my favorite things. It's so annoying. Anyway. So it's um, your fault. <laughs> <laughs> it is my fault. Um, that wheel all right, is turning. Our, <laughs> our last item in the news. Um, I'm sure Mike's probably more excited about this than I am. But um, needless to say, Futurama has been renewed for two more seasons at Hulu. Um, yeah, so that's, that's very, very, very cool. Um, apparently season 12 will be available, uh, sometime next year. They haven't said when, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's good to see that despite the, the mixed, mixed reaction, I think, to season 11, um, it was generally pretty positively received and, uh, yeah, it's kind of cool to see that they're they're like, oh yeah, let's throw some more money at this and see what we can do. Mm. So, um, yeah, good for them, I say. As long as you know they don't fuck up again with John DiMaggio, but I I feel like that's all no. put to bed put to bed by now. So, um, but yes, yes, good stuff for Futurama fans. Yeah. Or what is, or what is it that um, bloody what's his name? Yeah, good news, everyone. Good news, everyone. Bad news. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the world of tomorrow. <laughs> and so on and so on. And so on and so on. Um, Mike, are you yes. happy about this? I am happy. And I get it. The mixed reviews is like, oh, it's not. Uh, some episodes are not as good. It should be all good all the way through. It's like, no. it's. It felt like a season of Futurama, which I... I am all for. There's no real much difference. Um, yeah, so 20-episode deal. Cool. Can't wait uh, for next year. And, yeah, unfortunately, um, uh, animation shows are a lot different. They're not part of uh, SAG-AFRA and all, all that, so... No. I'm guessing it's like, oh, we need more stuff. There you go, more. There we go, more. Have more. Because they've sort of done that. Because um, Phoebeus and Ferb are getting a new episode, uh, getting a new episode run, even, oh. though they, even though they finished. Yeah, so. Okay. So, yeah. Great. Yeah, so we get more animation, so you're going to have to watch a lot more animation. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes, because I'm definitely not going to watch more reality TV. That's for sure. Oh really? Um, Come on. What about the Golden Bachelor? Is that is that a thing? Oxygenarian uh, uh, Bachelor. It, Silver Fox. It, it it probably it is, but I just no. Yeah. No thanks. No thank you. I'm okay. Okay. Um, okay. All right. Um, that's nerdy news done. Yes. Let's, uh, Roll on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeehaw. <sighs> okay, it's trailer park time. Um, and we're going to start with um, the first trailer for 
the first um, MA-rated uh, Marvel Studios series, that is Echo. Echo, 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 Echo. <laughs> Actually, no. Punch, 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 punch. Um, Fulia has her thoughts on this she says not sure how I feel about this show just from the trailer guess we'll soon find out when we eventually eventually is in all caps watch it for the pod Um, yes Fulia (laughs) Um, yeah well it's this is going to be interesting Um, I'm definitely more uh, intrigued by this show because you know I, I'm at a point now where I'm like why does this exist and I think even when it was announced I was like why does this exist because um, the spin-off from Hawkeye um, and you know and she was really really cool in that show she was a very interesting addition to the world in that show and her connection to Kingpin and how he gets brought in um, and then you know that then leads to Daredevil like there was a quick blink and you'll miss it shot of Daredevil in this trailer as well um, but yeah, I, I thought it was a really well edited trailer though. Like I really liked the whole Wilson Fisk of it all, like, you know, him at the start and then him at the end and then his narration throughout the whole thing sort of was really, really cool. And, um, yeah, I'm here for a bloody and, um, you know, violent, um, Marvel show, something a little bit different maybe, um, yeah. could be really interesting. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm keen. I mean, they're dropping all episodes at once in January. So, Mm. um, it's going to be interesting to discuss on the podcast when we do discuss it. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Let's talk about the first two episodes, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. I think we'll have to work out a schedule. Oh, we can watch, I don't know, watch something else and we'll just do (laughs) one, one week. Yeah, that's true. We'll make up our own rules. One piece. Ah. One Piece. One Piece. Oh, um, we can all talk about One Piece one week. Like, the live action when all together. Yeah. When, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the, we're going to need something to talk about between Loki finishing and Doctor Who starting, so we can do One Piece. We Hopefully are. I'll finish it by then. Yeah. Um, That's right. We'll, th- we'll think of something. We will. Yes, we will. Um, but yeah, I'm... No, I'm... Of course, I'm going to watch this regardless, because, um, you know, it's me. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, I'm very much more intrigued now. And hopefully it's as good as it looks, because it looks pretty It looks pretty good. Mm. So, fingers crossed. It's actually, it actually lives up to it. Uh, Mike, what did you make of the trailer for Echo? Um, yeah, I was pleasantly, ple- pleasantly surprised, because uh, I... I was banking on, was like, you know, can we maybe skip this one? <laughs> I mean, it's it's all going to be uh, landing on our doorstep in all one chunk. So, yeah, may, maybe something else, maybe maybe One Piece. Uh, but this trailer make makes me go, ooh, hello, this this is this is new for Disney, uh, mm-hmm. for for the MCU, it's a, and it definitely does feel like. Uh, the Daredevil that that we know, even though I've seen the first two episodes, still haven't finished, and maybe I'm gonna have to watch the rest. Uh, <laughs> especially when, the, especially when they get their finger out of <laughs> finger out of their button, finish the properly uh, born again Daredevil version. 
happened. Yeah. Yeah. Which we'll probably get 2025, maybe. Um, yeah. And all the fight choreography looks awesome. And it, mm-hmm. it looks down and dirty and gritty. If this is going to be like the... Um, like we have the co- cosmic MCU. This is the street level um, MCU. And I'm all for that. Like like different areas of the universe that we're that we're experiencing and this is a good bridge into what they're going to do it's like yeah i'm I'm all for this they actually show a guy getting shot in the head in the trailer <laughs> i'm hoping <laughs> the trail the trailer the the show will uh, will be good as the trailer i'm hoping I've been burnt before, like Secret Invasion got, yeah. me, got me hyped, yeah. too hyped. Um, I don't know, and yeah, it, it the trailer the trailer convinced me to watch it. But, yeah, but the true. proof is in the pudding. Pud- in the pudding. In the pudding. So yeah. this is getting dropped at some time in at a time. January sometime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pay your uh, pay pay your actors. Yes, pay your actors. Um, cool. All right, next trailer. Um, this is the first trailer for the Fall Guy. Um, Folia's thoughts are as follows: It's the stuntman movie we've all been waiting for, right? But also, I think I'm finding myself wanting to watch more Ryan Gosling films after Barbie. So this should be a fun, action-packed movie. Um, yeah, well said. Well said, Fulia. Um, yeah. I, I, this is kind of your way into, you know, discovering Ryan Gosling in the, the, the varied, varied movies that he does. Um, that's really cool. And it looks like it's a fun time. And I like the fact that it's... um. You know, it's a movie where the stuntman is the main character. Like, that's not something we see. So it's something kind of new. Um, I think it's directed by David Leach, who's done some of the John Wicks. It was Is he the one that used to be a stuntman himself? I can't remember which director of John Wick. It's either him or Chad Stahelski. I can't remember which one. Um, I don't one think it them, was Chad. I think it was... Uh, it was David? Yeah, I think so. Don't quote me on yeah, that. Yeah, okay. But remember, no, okay. the internet is forever, and they will yell at us if we get get it wrong. They will, and that's fine. Uh-huh. Yeah, that is fine. It's all right. Um, we we like the engagement. It boosts. Yeah, please. It boosts our algorithm. So, <laughs> thank you and fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, um, this trailer um, was too long. Um, it was three over three minutes. It's too long. It's way too long. They showed a lot of the movie. I I don't think the story makes any sense. Um, <laughs> like they didn't do a very good job for me anyway of convincing me of this what the story of this is for a trailer that's three and a bit minutes. Like it's just you know here's the stuntman and he has a thing with the director and you know and that's cute and everything but then oh wait the star goes missing and now he for some reason they must have the stuntman go and try and find him because you're a stuntman and no one will miss you and you can 
blah, blah, blah. And it's just, I don't know. It just all seemed a little far-fetched to me. Unless it's supposed to be, like, it does have kind of a flair of a heightened reality. So maybe it kind of is um, when you watch that. Like, yeah. you know, it just, there's, there's, there's bits of that in there. Yeah, I, I think I think it is sort of heightened, and you should put your brain to the door. I mean, yeah, yeah. No, no matter how hard they disguise it, the Sydney Opera House is the Sydney Opera House. Stop it. I will. I'm. Hey, do you think what the, do you think they're trying to like say it's not Sydney that they're filming in because they clearly filmed this in Sydney. Yeah, like well. The Sydney Opera House is the most recognisable place in in Australia, like overseas. Yeah. How can it? Uh, why? <laughs> there is so many shots with that. It's like, okay, I get it. Uh, are you ma- making the reference that if you're filming on location, you're trying to make it look like another place, but you're at the at the most recognisable place in Australia? So clearly, it's yeah, filmed okay. in Australia. It's like, are you going to be more self, you know, self-aware? Is this the sort of movie? Like, yeah, I don't. This, this I, I, this, yeah, is is this scenario so far-fetched that it actually makes it real? Like a stunt man doing stunts and being and being infu- and infiltrating like the seedy underworld. Interesting, but but it's a three-minute trailer, but I need more information. Yeah, that's what I mean. They didn't they didn't use the three in a bit minutes correctly. Yeah, because because like we're getting hints of a heightened reality and we're getting hints of meta humor potentially, but they didn't do enough to establish that that's what the world is Mm. like the the tone of that in terms of that was off it was shaky like they didn't yeah so i'm i don't know unless it's just a bad trailer edit i don't know i'm sure the movie's probably better because you know david leach is a very good director especially when it comes to action films as we've seen um you know but um i mean it's made me intrigued if yeah, if this like stuntman is supposed to be like a uh, a nobody, like someone who's unrecognizable and and all that, and you cast Ryan Gosling, that in itself is bizarre. And <laughs> and he he lo- looking like he does in this, I'm like I've never like. I've never been like a huge f- fan, but in this, yeah, in this trailer, that the facial hair and the just the hair and the just the look of him in this is like, okay, I see it now. <laughs> I'm starting to see it. Like I was just like, God damn, he's fine in this trailer. Um, but but that's you know. So then, yeah, to, exactly to your point, why? Surely you would get- how is, how how is someone that looks like him going to be incognito <laughs> anywhere? I don't know. I'm very intrigued. I might yeah. need to watch it. And if it, yeah, and it- if it's just a hokey piece of shit, then it's a hokey piece of shit. But if they're yeah. doing it like very subtly, like this is not what it seems. Okay, 
Well done. You you made me intrigued. You you made me buy a ticket. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, well, cause, yeah, because like it, yeah, it just. It's a very yeah, it's a very interesting film. I was going to say something I forgot, um, but um, but no, I don't know. Yeah, it looks. It's, if anything, it'll just be a good leave your brain at the door movie. You know, don't take it too seriously. Just have a bit of fun. Like it, it looks, it looks fun. Like that's the one yeah, thing I yeah. the main the main takeaway I got, and I really liked the cast as well. I mean, not outside of Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt, you know, um, Hannah Waddingham has a scene in this trailer. Um, she was almost unrecognizable, but I got her. Um, and then, and then Aaron Taylor Johnson's playing this, the, the missing movie star. Like, you know, I'll just, I'll just watch him do anything. Thank you very much. Um, so yeah. So yeah, it, it's going to be, it's going to be a good time, I think, regardless. But I just hope, I hope the story is better than whatever the fuck they're trying to sell. Cause <laughs> I'm just not sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway. I'm hoping for meta, but if not. Yeah. Meta. But if not, it's like, ah, okay. But who knows? It'll probably have to do another guy movie. Then it'll be in a trilogy of Ryan Gosling guy movies. <laughs> you've got the nice guys and now the four guys. Guy, yeah. And he's done the grey man. So no, it's not so. Doesn't work? There's no grey. Doesn't work? Okay. It's not grey guy. I tried. <laughs> it's not grey guy. You are correct about that. Should be that, um, do you, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any other thoughts before we move on? Uh, no, just it's intriguing. And I'm surprised that I'm talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> like at, at the first is like, okay, what is this? Yeah, it's a comedy action. Cool. But there are questions that need answering. Mm-hmm. Questions. Questions that need answering. Many questions. Many questions. Many questions, yes. Is it secret? Is it safe? <laughs> yeah. Good shit. Another grey guy. <laughs> Connection. <laughs> uh, it's all connected. Mm, Ryan Gosling anyway, so and Gandalf. Is... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the reboot, reboot that we need. Oh no! Yeah, no. Give it ten years; they'll reboot it. No, I know they. Yeah, they. Well, they have said they're already making more Lord of the Rings movies. It's happening. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll worry about that when that happens in a few I years. I mean, how many times um, have they rebooted uh, Wizard of Oz? But not really. Not that many. Yeah. But not really. Reboot, but not. I can really. think of. I think of. Three off the top of my head. Mm. But good ones. But anyway. <laughs> good ones. All right. Well. Um, all right. The four guys are out at a time and a place. And our third and final trailer is um, the English dub trailer for um, Hayao Miyazaki's uh, maybe not final film anymore. Um, Studio Ghibli, uh, The Boy and The Heron. Um, just, you know, just a lovely, wonderful whimsical piece of animation, yeah. whimsical, great fantasy adventure themes in here, unique, you know, Studio Ghibli has their unique animation style and character style, um, creature style, things that they come up with. It's just 
Wow. Um, just the imagination is just um, endless. Um, and yeah, like they've got a great voice cast on this for the English dub. A lot of recognizable names. Christian Bale, Robert Pattinson, Mark Hamill, Florence Pugh, um, I forget, uh, Willem Dafoe, um, just to name a few. Is Timothy um, Chalamet in it? I don't think so. I didn't see his name no, on the IMDb. No. I think he may have done a VO for one of the others, but I can't remember yeah. if that's true or not. It's all right. Um, yes, but it, regardless, um, yeah, um, it looks it looks really you know kind of interesting. Apparently, it's about this boy goes into you know, after his mum dies, he goes into a world that kind of is like between life and death sort of thing, like. Um, yeah, and it just explores a lot of the inner facets of what it is to be human and, mm. and you know, tries to find the joy in things and, and all of that stuff. And it just looks, it, it looks, yeah, whimsical is a good word for this one. Um, I'm not sure if I'll, I'll watch it, but I have heard the reviews uh, have been quite good because it played at a few festivals over the last few months. Um, mm. The early reviews are quite good, so it could be an Oscar nomination, I would say. Um, for this one coming, but um, yeah, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's going to be wonderful, and I can't wait for Fulia to tell me all about it yeah. <laughs> um, because she says this looks absolutely beautiful. I don't want to see. I don't. Oh, I don't want to see any more. <laughs> Sorry, she wrote. I don't, well, she, don't she, go see the movie then. <laughs> she tri- She yeah. She tripped me up and she 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 didn't put a space between any and more, so I read it. I read it wrong. I don't want to see any more, as in any more footage. I just want to watch the movie now, and I cannot wait. Um, yes, good for it. That's the exact <laughs> reaction I knew you were going to give. So thank you very much, um, Mike. What did you What did you think of this trailer? Um, it abs- It looks absolutely gorgeous. I mean, I haven't watched like um, many of uh, Studio uh, Ghibli films until. My my eldest decided to put on My Neighbor Totoro because I've never really experienced it as, as a child or even in my twenties. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're absolutely gorgeous. Um, the animation mm-hmm. is is top notch, and understandably, it does take a long time for animation to do. To do, I mean, mm. and especially animation like this, it's there's there's no. Um, there's no shortcuts. Uh, like every month makes one second of animation, which I've heard, which that's why it takes like five to seven years to actually complete an entire movie. And this definitely does feel like um, um, the sort of things that has different elements and different levels and different audiences will ta- take from this. Like, even the little blurb of uh, a boy whose mother has passed away and him dealing with the grief of a, of, of a, of a parent is, is um, stuff that we've sort of seen before, but because it's, it, it's a, it's been told in this way, it's, it's going to be something special and, yeah, they do say it's his last one. He 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 said he was going to finish like before this one. And it's like no, he's doing another one. And it's like, 
yeah, but yeah, he's he's gonna go until he's yeah until until he's like I've had enough, Blah. you know. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I I am hoping that because this is huge, uh, and yeah, Oscar noms and that as as well. People are hoping that like um. 2D animation will come back and it's not going to come back the way it, it it was like when we were growing up because that was the no. that was the norm I mean I've seen a picture that absolutely very tugged at my heartstrings it was uh, Cartoon Network is no longer a thing it started in 2000 and ended this year and there was like a graveside no. And all these characters from from Cartoon Network were were just around. Like there's Johnny Bravo and there's, and there's Ed Ed and Eddie and all all these all these guys. Just and it's like, yeah, it's it's not going to be the same. And and it's really sad because the the only time you get to see like like good two D animation is going to be like this particular movie. So mm. and I just love two D. 2D animation. I mean, the sort of stuff that we're seeing in, uh, like, what um, Amazon is doing, like with um, Invincible and even Ex Machina. I mean, it does it, it does its job, but there's it still looks flat. I mean, I really there's no real expression, and I can sort of see why they're moving towards 3D animation where you can actually do that sort of thing because it's more easily pumped out at a at a certain rate. But something like this mm. film, it is like every every sh- every frame is just art and going into everything mm-hmm. is it's it's something special and I'm really going to enjoy watching it. And hopefully, when it comes to Australia, because we're going to talk about it, because because they do pay their people right. Um, I showed it to mm-hmm. my eldest, and she she was actually uh, floored by it. It's like this is absolutely amazing. Not sure about that um, crane though. <laughs> with with uh, a bird with teeth is always is always yeah, is always freaky. nightmare fuel. But <laughs> <laughs> but I th- I think because the stuff that I'm trying to show my kids is something a bit more deep and meaningful. Like, watch Coco Melon all you want, but as long as I throw in, like, something like this into the mix, that something sets into their mind and memory and they go back to watch it, it's like, oh, my God, Dad Dad showed me this, and this is what he means. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sort of setting up for those sort of things. And I think... I don't know what's going to happen in the future, and if there's a death in the uh, a death in the family, maybe so- something is ha- something something like this would actually help. Because yeah, my eldest has got a concept of death now because she's witnessed it and she's um, she's been to a f- been to a funeral and it actually is get getting that sort of thing and time is precious and all all that stuff. It's, it's mm-hmm. yeah. So I am going to watch this yeah. when it comes to Australia sometime, but I want to watch it on on screen because I haven't seen 
seen the, I haven't seen these on big screen, and I want to. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be playing. Um, somewhere in 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 Melbourne, I would say. Um, generally, a lot of the 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 art house um cinemas will play um you know a lot of the foreign stuff and um yeah and the cinemas in the city will play you know a lot of the films like this like i saw the only time i've ever seen a, a japanese animation movie in the cinema was um weathering with you in this and that was at a hoyt's melbourne central so um yeah so yeah it happens so yeah you'll definitely be able to watch it yeah i would yeah. say i'd be i would be surprised if it didn't get a release cinematically. But yeah, you may have to come down to my city. My city to watch it. The city of New York City. (laughs) 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 Yes. (laughs) New York City. Ah, so funny. Um, Alrighty. Alright. That's Trailer Park. Done. Trailer Park. And... Dusted, which means, of course, yes. you know what, what time yes. and place mm-hmm. and space, space and time. Time is an illusion. Lunchtime, doubly so. Yes. Douglas Adams sort of gets a nod in this episode. Oh, mm, I'll sh- feel free. I'll feel f- please do, please do, because it's time for... Yes, for a pop, a corn... Kyocha, as Matt yes. Barry would say. <laughs> yes. Popcorn <laughs> Kocha. Or Kocha. Kocha. Thanks, Leslo. Um, great. Look into Popcorn the camera. Culture time. In the camera. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Um, yes, it's Popcorn Culture time, and that means we are here to talk about episode five of Loki, season two, science fiction. Slash. Slash. Science slash fiction. Science slash fiction. Yes, 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 yes. Um, yes, this was a very good episode. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, I, I re, I ended up rewatching it, mm. um, and yeah, just because, uh, you know, I mean, last, after last week we were all just like, what the hell, <laughs> what the hell, mm. how did they do, how could they do that? And why did they, have they done that to us? And then, yeah. And then now it's like, where is it going to go from here? And then this week we kind of, it was really, really cool the way, and we'll talk about it of course, but the way that they kind of explained why Loki has been time slipping, the reason for that. Um, I, it was nice to have that kind of answered. And um, and just, I think, really go into, um, you know, we'll just get to see what our characters were doing before He Who Remains pulled them out of their timelines, um, you know, and, and pulled them out of their lives and gave them new names and a new purpose. Um, so it was really cool to see, to see all of that get some character work done in that sense. And and just also for Loki too. Um yeah. There was some really nice really nice character beats with, with Loki in this episode. Mm. Um and just and just, you know, Tom Hiddleston bringing it 
with the the emotions. Um, it's a lot of his... He has a way with just making his face do something that'll just make me start crying. I'm just like, Jesus fucking Christ. Um, like, just the way he can portray, like, it's just sadness and hopelessness and... Oh, yeah. It was just really, really impressive. So, yeah, it was a beautiful... It was a beautiful episode and it just... And then it ended... It was another one that was, like, super well-paced um, because when it ended, it ended so abruptly and I was like, ah, you fuckers. But I was like, okay, no, that's fine. We're set, it's Now we're back where we need to be and we're setting up for how the fuck they're going to fix... What they're going to fix. Who the fuck knows? So, yeah. Are they going to fix I, it? I, I, okay. Are they going to fix it? Yeah. Don't even... Don't even know. Um, yeah, all questions may or may not be answered next week. Um, Michael, what, what were your over, your overall thoughts of this episode? Um, yeah, I I was right. The trailer that I show that I stitched to you is a spoiler. So <laughs> ah, the whole thing was. Um, <laughs> yeah. So instead instead of going into it, uh, where everyone was and is and what's what's going to happen and and stuff is and i was pleasantly surprised by the end of this episode of where loki is at the moment and mm. found out the reason why they call this series loki is because he's the main person and it should yes. be like i in a weird way like um i say that because i'm about to prove that it's not uh from from last season, um, it wasn't really an ensemble, but in this one, it, it turns out it turns out it sort of is. It's these characters mm, mm-hmm. that are leading to the end, like with Obi and Mobius and and D D fifteen B B B fifteen and B fifteen and KC and 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 Sylvie and, and Sylvie, I suppose maybe <laughs> maybe um, she's. She's a conundrum. Still haven't worked her out yet. Um, no. Yeah, and we get to see see where they were as variants on the particular timeline, and yeah, it was it was absolutely fantastic because what they were doing sort of indicate what they were doing, um, what they were doing in in the TBA. Like some of their past memories were still sli- seeping in uh, their lives. At the TBA, and it, and, it, and yeah, I like I like that sort of character growth within these sort of ensembles. Like you get to see uh, B fifteen, and the reason why she cares for other people is because she was doctor, a a pre- pediatrician, even even better, mm. a, a kid doctor. Mm-hmm. And mm. yeah, and even that says is like this is the character that she is and was and still is. And it's great. It's great. So I like I like this episode, and it definitely kickstart into the last episode and where things are going to go. And I have so many ideas on where it's going to go, and it could be could be good, could be yes. Uh, could be wrong that this is there's going to be a third third season. Sorry, maybe this is going to be. Oh yeah, no. This is going to be the end. This might. Yeah. This might be the end. Yeah. Mm. Which has me 
yeah, I'll tell you how I'm feeling next week. Um, yeah. <laughs> if it's the, if it's the end, of course. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, on on that, I mean, maybe we'll just just start talking about you know the different lives that our characters uh, were actually leading because I like I like your your point of um, uh, you know who they are at the TVA is kind of informed by who they were um, when they were in the timeline in their own lives. Um, with, for me, the exception to that argument might be Casey, just because um, he's, he's definitely the, the, the one most different from him. Like, the only thing I found, and feel free to pull me up on something, but the only thing I found in common that he had with his TVA counterpart was the fact that, like, at the, <laughs> as they're escaping uh, and they're on the beach and just before Loki, just, like, just as Loki shows up, um, uh, Casey, a.k.a. Frank, um, says a line where he's like, they're going to gut us like a fish, which was a lovely mm-hmm. callback to season season one, episode one, when Loki says he's going to gut Casey like a fish and Casey's like, what's a fish? Um which I thought was that was that was pretty cute, but yeah, I didn't I didn't see I didn't see the connection with him, um, but I like the fact that they kind of based him on someone that actually existed yeah, because yeah. that that whole Alcatraz escape actually happened, but we don't know we don't actually know what happened to the three guys because no, they, they never they completely disappeared. They were never yeah they were never seen again. Yeah, it's like the BB and Cooper so I kind of like the I, as well. From yeah, yeah, season. yeah, which they did that. Last season, exactly. So it's kind of cool that they've they've done a similar thing again, you know, inserting them into history and to explain a mystery. Um, and you know, because it's because it could be just like, okay, well, that's why they went missing. Maybe he who remains took all three of them um, to the TVA, and they were never found. Yeah. So, yeah. So I yeah, I thought that was I thought that was really cool. Uh, did you find any any similarities between Casey? Like Frank, criminal, mm. um, and Casey. Uh, well, he may have pocketed all the um, <laughs> all the Infinity Stones and just put them in a drawer. Maybe that. I mean. Oh yeah, that, <laughs> actually, that's a good point. <laughs> it's like I know these I are didn't powerful. Even think but of that. They don't, but they're not powerful. Yeah, right. But they're not so powerful. If I escape, maybe, I'd, maybe I, if I escape the TBA, maybe he he's thinking he wants to escape the TBA and. He did, didn't tell anyone. He wanted, to, he wanted to go up high in the ranks. Like he start starts as a, just a cleaner and then a desk jockey and then all the way up. And then I escape with all these infinity <laughs> stones. I don't know. <laughs> with all these infinity why stones. Am I, why am I pitching a backstory for Casey? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's good. Because yeah. it's good. Um, yes. Um, but yeah, the, I mean, you know, I would have liked to have seen more of, um, <laughs> B-15's backstory because I immediately, of course, twigged onto the fact that, um, she was pulled from New York in 2012 and I'm just like, well, I mean, that seems like a Nexus event at this point. We all know New York in 2012, what that was. So yeah, I was like expecting it to be, oh, now the Chitauri are going to come in and fucking fuck things up and shit. Yeah. And like, oh no, 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 no! It's just it just happens to be New York in 2012. It's fine. I have heard a theory that there may, excuse me, there may have been a deleted scene that 
um, she recognized Loki mm. because it was happening then or even mm. after or before. Who knows? Time travel. Um, time travel. And she took a lot of convincing to go to 1994, where OB was. Yeah, or, f- or, f- or five technically by that point because oh, she yeah, said it was 19 months, months later. <laughs> So it was 95 or 96 by that point. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get into it. Which was get great. Into real soon. Mm. Yes, we will. Yeah. We um, will. I'm sure, sure you've got lots to unpack. Mm. Yes. And yeah, so it could have been could have been more, but it, it definitely flowed a lot more. I mean, they, they didn't have like the second episode syndrome of, well, wait, where, where are we now? Oh, <laughs> But this one flowed a bit more, um, more yeah. carefree. Like spaghetti. Yeah, like spaghetti. yeah. Like spaghetti. Like spaghetti. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was so that was cool. Um, but yeah, it was nice. Like you said, you know, it was cool to see her as this caring, you know, pediatrician. Um, like that. That was a very cute scene mm. between her and the little girl. And um, I, I, I like that a lot. And, and we pro- so we probably didn't need too much more. No. Um, from from her in that aspect, but um, but it, but at least we got a glimpse of what she was like, um, and then yeah, and then of course you know, Mobius was, Mobius was one of the big ones um, that we were gonna get because um, we've all everyone's been wanting since you know for the last two plus years, um, Mobius getting his jet ski Mobius and the jet um, ski. <laughs> here. Literally, the first thing we see is just him on a jet ski, <laughs> fucking like eighties music in the background, sort of like, and he's just like wind in his hair. And, Everyone, oh is my god, for the weekend. <laughs> it was it was so so funny, and then for it to be, of course, like you know, yeah, he's a jet ski salesman. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can tell, uh, trying to sell. You can tell that was a posted one of the first posted notes on the on the storyboard since day one. It's like yeah, they saw <laughs> they saw the Discord on on the internet. It's like we got to get that to happen. Yeah, <laughs> we got to make that happen. So we finally we finally got Mobius's um yeah jet ski backstory. Um yeah, so and then yeah, just it was funny to see. Like, out of all the interactions, I suppose, we'll get to OB in a second, but, yeah, Loki coming in and, like, trying to interact with someone who doesn't know who you are, but you feel like Loki Loki was still trying to talk to him as if he knew what the hell he was talking about. Um, but, like, you can feel the weight of the conversation and what he's trying to say and, and how important and what, what Mobius means to him, yeah. you know. Um, I've yeah. never really liked that story point in anything because it just made me oh, why are you trying it's not working I know it's not going to work and I don't know it just made me feel yeah well I feel like it. I feel like someone is yeah I feel like someone as smart as Loki probably should have put things together a bit more quickly that these aren't these are his friends but they're not as he knows them and yeah. they aren't he is not as they know 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 him, so it, it. I agree with you there. Like it definitely, yeah. that was pro- that was probably the only stumbling block the episode had. Really was the fact that like yeah, Loki is supposed to be 
very fucking intelligent. Yeah. And, and at the moment, yeah, he didn't really. And at the moment, like as an audience, we don't know if this is their if this is their future or it's their past. Like they, yeah, they all disappeared and went back to where they came from. But we don't know if that's going to be the start of their journey to the TBA or at the end of their journey of the TBA. Mm. We're doing a time travel here, because yeah, so I'm still thinking. I'm thinking fourth dimensionally that um, Loki is going back, like slipping. Uh, maybe this is their introduction to the to the TBA, and they go forward in their particular timeline to go into what their journey is, because I definitely do see that with Obi. But in with the Mo- yes. Mobius thing. Um, I do. Um, I did enjoy his sort of like little backstory that he has. That um, the re- and we see it in this in this season that that him thinking about his past in in the real timeline would be hurtful because he sort of knew that he is missing something and what and what that thing is is heart wrenching that he's missing his family and. He doesn't know that, but he knows there is a feeling there that he doesn't want to face. That's why he wants to stay at the TBA, and all and all he's thinking of is jet skis, and and where he where he is two thousand and twenty two, and with that timeline to the MCU is a possibility that his wife has dusted. Yeah. So there's that yeah. thing. And it's very possible. And I, 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 and I heard some discourse that his kids are like <laughs> his two boys are basically Loki and Thor. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, like Thor, like I don't know. Thor likes to like wreak havoc and burn shit, and the the other one is like telling on his brother and. And he likes snakes. Yeah. <laughs> and and yeah, green yeah. and everything. And so, yeah. <laughs> there, there's that sort of little connection I quite like. That's that's very cute. Yeah. yeah I like that as well. Yeah. He's his boys. Like he's well. his boys. Single dad. Yeah. Yeah. Single dad. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was... Yeah. The Mobius, the Mobius backstory was really good. Um, yeah. And then... I mean, I don't know if I want to talk about Syl- Sylvie first or Obi. Oh, we can talk with Sylvie first. Okay. So it's, yeah. Um, yeah, because I found it interesting that, you know, uh, Loki assembles everyone first before he goes to get Sylvie, like, even at all. Um, so, yeah, because I, I just... I'm still trying to figure out what, what their plan is, like... With, with the two of them. Um, but, um, but yeah, you know, he goes... And I, I kind of like the fact that it makes... It, to, it makes total sense, of course, that it's Sylvie. It's Sylvie is Sylvie and she remembers everything because she doesn't belong in that timeline mm. anyway. Like, that's just the timeline that she chose to have a life in after she killed He Who Remains. So it makes sense that A, she would go back there and B, she would be aware of what the hell happened. Um, so, yeah. That was interesting. 
Um, but, but yeah, I really, I really enjoyed the scene with her and Loki at the bar, you know, and Sylvie just, you know, just straight up, you know, he's calling her selfish and she's like, yeah, um, I want a life, you know, <laughs> you know, there's nothing wrong with wanting a life. And she's right. There's nothing wrong with that. Something, is, something um, as mundane as working at a McDonald's. Yeah. She just wants the simple joys yeah. in life, the simple basic human stuff. And that's an eighties bar. Are you saying there's no smokers? That should be filled with smoke. <laughs> took, me out of, took me out of the um, episode. Don't like it. Loki sucks. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, let's, let's calm down. Um, but no, I, I, I like the, the scene of just like, she's just trying immediately. She's just like, no, what do you want, Loki? What do you want? And trying to get him to admit how he's really feeling and what he really wants underneath everything. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he, and yeah, part of him obviously wants to restore the TVA so he can save everybody and protect them from he who remains. Like he's want, he genuinely wants to be the hero, but at, underneath it all, it's because, you know, he wants his friends back. He, he's found, he has his found family. He now. doesn't want to be alone. Um, he doesn't want to be alone. And just the heartbreaking way, that that Loki was like, but if, you know, because Sylvie's telling him they should be allowed to have their lives on the timeline. They were denied that choice. And Loki's like, yeah, I want to give it to them now, though. But he, but really, he wants them to come back to the TVA. Um, but when Sylvie's like, no, they should stay where they are. And then Loki just has this moment of like, well, but where do I go? Where do I belong if... I don't have them basically. And it just kind of broke my heart a bit because he's right. It's like, well, he's a, he's a man out of time yeah. and space. He, now. he doesn't go anywhere you know? because his timeline has been erased basically. Actually, no. Yeah, it has. Or no. Has it? Oh yeah. They go to Mongolia and, and that timeline, that branch has, has been pruned. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So he, he yes. he's got nowhere to go. He has nowhere That's to why go he back to. That's the last exactly. one on, on, on deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's nowhere for him to be sent to. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah. So that was a it was a great scene. It was it was really beautiful and heartbreaking. And um, but I'm also glad. Like I actually really before I throw it to you, Mike. I also really liked the scene with Sylvie in the record store and, you know, when that branch timeline starts to spaghettify. That scared Get pasteurized. Me. That was terrifying, wasn't it? When everything around you is unraveling and anything beyond is a void, I... Mm. Yeah. I'm not... I'm, <laughs> I'm not claustrophobic, like, to no matter what, but... If something like that has ever happened, yeah, I'll be freaking out. And it's a good thing she has uh, He Who Remains Tempad. And that mm. is more powerful than any other Tempad. Yep. It is good that she has that. But yeah, I liked, yeah, I liked that scene and then how, how that, you know, made her go, oh, well, shit. Um, Even here's not Yeah, safe. like I like all the... So 
Yeah, I like the subtle hints they do in the episode. Like, you know, we first we see her food disappear, and she's like, oh, that's weird. Doesn't think anything of it, because Loki shows up. And then, you know, Loki, they're at the bar. Loki doesn't get to have his shot, because his, his drink disappears before he can even take it. Um, so, and then, yeah, and then you get get this happening. Um, yeah, so I thought that was really, really cool. Um, but yeah, what, what did you think about... Um, the you know the scene that that scene with with Loki and and Sylvie yeah the whole Do you have any thoughts on the it Sylvie thing yeah I was I was quite I was a little bit confused because I thought well if all of them went back to their original timeline I I, I was my mind was going miles an hour I was like surely she would be in Asgard because that's where she was until she was taken out. And then it's like, but they prune. But they yeah, prune but that then they prune, and then they? I remember that it's like, oh, so where does she go? Oh, obviously she goes there. Mm. Does she, then she yeah. would have her her memories. I was like, oh, okay, that's that's clever. That's clever. Uh, the, these writers, they know what they're doing. <laughs> Hopefully, um, mm-hmm. it's to be seen. This last episode, it could be shit. Um, I, I doubt it, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was quite wonderful, and uh, it's sort of like the last uh, Loki and Sylvie's last sort of confrontation. But it's it's in a bar, and they're still they're still still struggling with their sort of um, philosophy philosophy of of surely uh, surely free will is the best. It's like well, not even that. You can't really have free will if everything is is being destroyed so in a way Mm -hmm. they still have to work work with each other and that's the sort of thing unfortunately yeah i was sort of siding with sylvie in her way because surely life is what what you make it and not there's nothing preordained but the way the things are going that everything is that that destiny is written and it still is to this time to this uh, particular time like Kang knows what he's doing he remains Kang variant it's all the same thing everything is written and yeah I'm I'm expecting like I'm, I'm expecting the bad ending for the, for the next episode uh, but bad being good because yeah but we'll talk about that at the end Yes, we will. So, yes, we will. So it's good that uh, Sylvie decided. It's like, well, there's not nothing else for me. Let's see if we can get the mm. <laughs> let's get the TBA back up and running, so I can do this again. Or or let yeah, I I don't even know what their plan is. They're, yeah, to expand the thing. No. But surely, as I said last week, surely that is a band aid. It will just keep on going, keep on going. And no matter how many times that Loki can now go back to his conscious, like a couple of mi- couple of minutes back, there's it's 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 Sisyphus, it's Sisyphus, it's that fucking boulder. Mm. So yeah, so yeah, so that's Sylvie. I I, I like uh, yeah, she was great while she lasted. I, yeah, I can't think of any more story that she she has left. That's why I'm conundrum. Is like, I know. What's she, she going to do next next week? Well, this week, next week. 
next week. I don't I don't know. If I'm I'm gonna have so much to say about her next week if they don't do anything. Something something meaningful with her. Because I just she's definitely I don't know. I don't know. She's definitely something that this season that feels like it's just I don't know. I think I, I think uh, she is important to Kang's plan of actually destroying Hugh actually killing Hugh remains and every time it's it's a Loki or it's Sylvie like each time and therefore mm-hmm. maybe to stop this circle from going Sylvie has to disappear I don't know I don't know what's going to happen neither do I um all right. Well, um, should we talk about OB? Yes. Or A A D Adams. A D Adams. Yes. Adams, <laughs> Doug. Ah, oh, that's the that's reference. The reference. <laughs> okay. That's that's okay. That's cool. That's very cool. And he's a writer too. <laughs> and he is a writer too. Exactly. Oh, um. Yeah, I yeah, OB was definitely my favorite out of all of the th- the four slash five. It's four or five, one, two, five um, backstories, I suppose that we got. Um, I just <laughs> as someone who is like you know like I I'm trying to write my first novel at the moment and just seeing him like actually going into a bookstore and putting his books on the shelf and then pretending to buy one to like talk it up sort of like my heart I just I thought that was so sweet like this guy is just the most endearing and wholesome thing um and the way he just talks about science fiction and and his passion for it yeah. and and all of that and I, and I love the the whole lines of like oh you better grab a copy quick you know it could be the last one you know or like I'm sure there's a copy around here somewhere like in the stacks of books everywhere oh. um he's so he's so good I just I loved that and then and then you know when we get the interactions with Loki and 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 Loki tell you know Loki realizes wait you're a writer and he's like yes um, and then he's just kind of like, oh, okay, we're screwed. Great. Awesome. <laughs> and then, and then he just casually, casually mentions, yeah, but then I have to, you know, get my PhD in theoretical physics on the side to pay for my, you know, so I can maybe one day just do writing. And like, he's like, oh, okay, let's focus on that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, it was just, their interactions were whole, were just wholesome and wonderful. And, and yeah, his story was just great. And I loved, you know. Like the look on his face, the way he lit up when Loki handed him the guidebook, and he's like, "I do, I do write a bestseller." <laughs> like it's just. If oh, anything, like it was. Just... If anything is Back to the Future, this is the scene. Besides the, I didn't have time to paint the model. Like this is George McFly getting the sports almanac in the same scene. It's like wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's so, it's so, it's so good. Um, yeah, and I just, you know, and the, the him getting the guy book and then figuring out how to build a, you know, a, a temp pad and just the way that they kind of did that whole thing visually with the, it, like, it's not static. It kind of just jumps around <laughs> yeah, like it's glitching because it's, it's new. Uh, like he's trying to figure it out. Yeah, love that, love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, such a great touch. The technology is not there. Such a great touch. 
Yeah, it's just it's just great. And then like yeah, the, the you know the note of him saying, oh yeah, uh, Loki's like that was quick. How did you do that that fast? You know, and then. Again, Loki has another dumb moment. I'm like, duh, time travel, man. Come on. Like, when he's like, yeah, it's 18 no, no, months, 19 months now, actually. I think those um, lines... And I lost my job. I think... My wife. Yeah, I think me. those lines are, are for the audience. <laughs> oh, no, they are. They are. They are. I just wish someone that wasn't Loki that had said them. But, but anyway, Loki's dumb. fine. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, that time slipping yeah, is probably no, not good no. for your brain. Yeah. <laughs> I really loved, like, you know, I really, that's why, like, I made that line, my ladies and gentlemen, this week, because, like, that, him just saying it's, like, science is the what and the how, and fiction is the why. Like, I just thought that was really, really nice. And I know it kind of gets undone at the end of the episode when Loki's not, like, it's not about why or how or, or, or what, it's, it's about who, because then he realizes it's him. Um, so, I am the OP. And so that's kind of... I yeah, cannot possibly so it's like he's be alive at the end of this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like but yeah, but yeah, <laughs> I, I just, <laughs> I just, yeah, I, I liked, um, the, yeah, just the things he said and his, the way he kind of tried to get Loki to time slip was funny and helping him with that. And yeah, it was just wonderful. So bless Kihai Kwan. Hmm. Bless him. Just fantastic. Um, tell me all of your thoughts, Michael. I know I'm sure you have many. Well, I love this bit because it sort of is instantiating what I've been saying. Maybe he is the creator of the TPA. <laughs> if he could make it a, a, a pad with with all the bells and whistles that he has at his, at his disposal... Surely that makes him the creator of the TBA. So he's the creator. And not necessarily the ruler. That's the conqueror. of, mm. and, and that's the thing. So there's always a creator. There's always a conqueror. And there's always a destroyer. And that's my three-headed Ouroboros. Keeps on going around and around and around. Yeah. And we're, and we're into mm-hmm. the destroying stage. I don't think we're up to the yes. rebuilding stage building stage because it's both mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um yeah and i love the f- I, I love the uh douglas adams reference uh, so, uh, yeah i love that it's like a d adams is a- adam <laughs> douglas adams <laughs> you fools yeah you put in 42 there you go there's there's more <laughs> there's more of that um <laughs> yeah uh he's workshop Looks the same as his basement. There's got to be a reason. Um, mm-hmm. And also, I didn't pick this up until I watched someone pick it up and said, this is a thing. But in his sort of uh, laboratory thing, there was like toys in that as well. And there was also a, a, a baseball cap uh, with a New York, a, a New York City Knicks Baseball cap from the nineteen thirties. That short rounds hat. <laughs> I thought, ah, cool. I said, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> it was subtle. I didn't even know. Neither did I. That's cool. I thought, ah, <laughs> the 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 props dressing people were thought, ah, oh, we're going to put this here because you know. <laughs> 
Because you know, why not? We've got we've got Kehoe Kwan yeah. here, may as well. If Andor can yeah. get away with putting <laughs> putting the the shrine from from Raiders and uh, in um, the antique shop places, mm. then yeah, you know, let, let's do that. Let, let's do, let's do that. Um, there's not really much else to say. It's like cool. He is. He is the creator. Cool. Yeah. Mm. He's great. I think so. He's yeah. great. He's wonderful. And yeah, in the 90s, there wasn't really much big science fiction stuff happening, really, except for on TV, especially for authors and that. So I could understand that. Like, it was a huge boom during the 80s, as, as it is. Mm. But yeah, it's... There wasn't really much authorship science fiction happening in the 90s, so there was a bit of a lull there, so it makes sense. And, yeah, and everyone was at a decent chunk apart. So so we could see mm. everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was Casey? That, Casey was 60s, wasn't he? Yeah, 60s. Yeah. Early 60s. Yeah, 60s, 90s. 2000s 90s and then 2010s and 2010s and 2020s 2020s. and Sylvie was 80 Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, 80s yeah good 20 years between each hmm yeah except for there's some time cool let's talk about the ending cool yes let's talk about the ending um yes so of course uh Loki's been time slipping um we don't know. We haven't really known why, apart from the fact that I guess we assumed it had something to do with, you know, the fact that he was sent from He Who Remains the End of Time. The Citadel. To the Citadel at the End of Time, in back into, you know, the sacred timeline or whatever, and then just all that temporalness fucked with him. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they thought they, thought they fixed it. Um and then obviously the loom breaks, and then he ends up being, you know, scattered. So, well, he, he yeah he starts slipping again. Yeah. Um, like I I really like that they did another, they did another one of those um bootstrap like paradox to, and and yeah. closing the gap. Yeah, like and it was like very it was immediately the next scene. Like I thought that was I kind of laughed. I'm like, oh, that's that's fun. <laughs> I like I like that they did that. Um, yeah. Um, and then yeah, of course, you know, he starts on this journey through like the times the time slipping he can't control yet, but it's taking him to all the different excuse me places that everyone is. Um, and then the, obviously there's one place that we don't see yet, which I think we're going to see in episode six, because there's been, I've seen photos, I haven't seen trailers, but I've seen photos um, from the time theatre um, from season one. Mm. Um, so that's going to come back around. Um, but yeah, and then, yeah, eventually, you know, he has this basically epiphany at the end of, of everything, because, you know, like Sylvie comes back in and is like, hey, um, we have to we have to do something because people the timelines are dying and, and it's, you know, we can't just let it yeah, happen. We're running out of time. Now, now, 
we're running out of time. She's got a stake in this game now. You know, she needs to give a shit about it because, you know, she's not going to get to live much of a life if she's spaghetti. A ticking clock. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're they're all talking about what they're going to do, and 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 you know now that they're I liked Loki being like, we have all the pens in one place, all the pens they're they're here. Mm. Uh, we can get the coordinates so we can use the tempad to go aid. back. <laughs> yes, yes, that was funny. Um, and then of course because the t- the branch timeline is falling apart. Um, and this is obviously the first thing we find out is that the the tempad that uh, OB made uh, or AD made um, is gone, and I love how immediately they talk they they put it on Casey slash Frank because we've seen him like up until then we know he's a th- he's a, th- a thief we know he's he probably wants to take that to use it so I like the fact that they just immediately assume it's him. But then, oh no, he turns to spaghetti. It's like, oh fuck! All right, <laughs> cool. We're gonna watch everyone turn to spaghetti again. And it was just really like that scene. It just happened all very swiftly, and it just made me really think of the um, think of you know the, the all the dusting in Infinity mm, War. I think, yeah. Um, like I, I'm pretty sure I saw a meme, like I like where where. Um, Ob says, "I don't feel so good, Mister Loki, or something." Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, but so that kind of reminded me of that, and just I, I liked o- Ob's sort of farewell line. Was like, doesn't he say like it was the fiction? It was the fiction. I think is what he says. It was the fiction, um, and my God, like poor Mobius, like or Don, we should say, mm. reacting and being like, "I need to get back to my kids. I've got to save my kids. I've got to, you know that," and then just him spaghettifying as he get, doesn't even make it to the door. It's just like, oh my god. Um, Where's and he going to go? Yeah, B-15. <laughs> not even born yet. <laughs> I know. He was just like, I don't care. I, I gotta I gotta figure this out. And he was just like, I'm gonna go. And before every, I get swallowed up and he got, you know, I need to go to the young version um, of me and say, look out for your yeah. kids. What kids? <laughs> you know, with your, with your <laughs> wife. I'm not married. Uh, time travel. Yeah, <laughs> time travel. It's fun. Um, but what really kind of got me was, um, well, in the scene, like there's just this like one-two punch of like B fifteen vanishing was quite harrowing because she's like, "This is it. Oh fuck, I'm about to go." And then she just goes, and it's just like, "Oh Jesus." Um, and then and then Sylvie, of course, being like, "There's there's nowhere left to go. Nowhere left to run." And then she fades away, and then just Loki just reacts to everything kind of disintegrating around him. And I really liked how they did that scene, not only visually, but like hear him hearing everything yeah. in his head um, as the world is unraveling, and he's like just trying to grab on to, like pointlessly, just trying to grab on to whatever he can to like I don't know, hold on to something, keep it, keep things together. Like I can't, like. I can't handle the fact that he's just like, he's just at his, oh, on his last rope. Um, and just that last line of Sylvie in his head saying that, you know, Loki's are destined to lose and just look on Tom Hiddleston's face. I was like, fuck me. And then, yeah. And then he screams and then he figures out how to time slip. Yeah. Um, he Kirby, he yeah. Kirby mouth. Uh. Yeah. Be careful. Yeah. That was fun. 
Um, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, and then we get that whole scene of him going, it's not the, it's not the what, the how, or the why, it's the who. Yeah. Um, he's like, I did it. So, before I ask you your thoughts on the whole scene, yeah. um, it, with him figuring out time slipping and how to control it, um, because obviously up until this point, we've seen his time slipping as him going back. His body. Or forward. Yeah. His body physically. But here, he has a handle on it. And it's him himself going back into his past body. Mm. It's not. There's not two Lokis. He's going back into... Not this time. Like, he's just re... He's rewinding. So it's like... He... So then when at the end of... Yeah, go, all right, explain, 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 like, am I, am I... Yeah, Like, because yeah. it seems like it's two, di- two different things yeah. here. So... He was uh, originally slipping from... He, uh, slipping from time to time, but as a physical pre- peasant, uh, physical presence. But in this case, he is now aware that now he can actually slip within uh, his own... It feels like he's slipping within his time uh, time stream. So maybe he can only slip slip into if he was physically there. So he can actually subconsciously slip yeah. back into... It's sort, sort of like they did in Days of Future Past. Where, yeah, where okay. um, Wolverine can go back to his physical presence. But as he mm-hmm. is now. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's sort of like that. So and And so... Yeah, he can actually slip back to where he was, uh, within his physical presence, but but uh, mentally he can be um, with that knowledge. And we do see um, here in the last scene of him actually going back to before Timely goes out. So mm-hmm. big possibility that he can maybe do both. He can actually slip within. Uh, the time physically and have two Lokis on a separate timeline, but as well as slipping back into his consciousness from previous mm. previous time, but only his time mm-hmm. and not another time. So he can he can travel back in time two ways. It's, have you seen Butterfly Effect? Oh, years ago. Yeah, it, it's sort of like that. That he's he, he's. Uh, progressing backwards and going further and further mm-hmm. and then spoilers when he's in the womb he chokes himself because it's better to do that yeah so yeah it, it's sort of like that it's that sort of time travel mm-hmm. mm. yeah okay yeah just because i found it interesting that it was like he doesn't have control and so therefore when he slips he he doesn't go. He doesn't go into his past or future self. He just he is as himself, time traveling. Yep. But now that he has control, he can just go back into someone's like into his past self, mm. um, and and assume yeah. that identity. Uh, days of future past style. Um, I found that really interesting. Yeah, yeah. But but I but it but it works. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. And I it definitely cleared some things up with me because. Um, I thought, well, with promotion, we we saw him slipping, like doing doing the thing. I thought, oh, how is he? Maybe he's going to control that that he can slip slip back. It's like, oh, so he can do two things. So he's absolutely he he is now a quintessential time lord, 
he can travel through space and time uh, as well mm-hmm. as well as making a physical body as well as uh, being in his own body very op very powerful mm. powerful character mm-hmm. he needs to be knocked down yep. a peg no yes and my theory is by either the end of this series or the end of the multiverse, he will be the one who remains. And he will be all alone. Oh, no. That's so sad, though. No. But he'll be looking after the timeline. <laughs> so it's a moral victory. Aww. He will be looking after the timeline that no Kangs will exist. Only Victor Timeline. Okay. So so have you gone from your theory of like he's gonna be Kang's right hand man to oh no, he's actually going to be the hero of this thing and be the one who remains so he that's how he stops Kang from fucking shit Dep- up sort of thing. It's really depending on the last episode. Okay. So it it's it's what <laughs> it's Loki season one again. Uh, it's either Loki being at the end or it's <laughs> Kang. <laughs> but the way I way I'm sort of seeing it, if there's going to be a, a third season before Kang Dynasty as well as Battle World or whatever it's called, um, the other one, um, Secret, Secret Wars, Wars. Uh, Battle World. It's it's going to be Battle World where everyone's going to be battling each other. I'm I'm still thinking it's probably going to be uh, uh, Loki at the end because that was one of the big. Th- big theories of the pre- of the previous season and i think it's probably going to mm-hmm. be a moral victory that um either he's in charge of the tba uh because you know he's op and maybe he comes in in and out of time and it's like oh he's going to be here maybe as a cameo uh but he's probably going to be all alone maybe i don't know that's the worst case scenario well yeah well i suppose that would like it works because of the whole he doesn't have anywhere to belong. I mean, I'm, yeah, they, they say in this episode it's because he doesn't have, like, without my friends, what am I supposed to do? Where am I supposed to go? You know, um, but it won't be about that. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be about, like, okay, I'm going to make the sacrifice here and be alone. Go so then I can because all the variants will be you know home yeah yeah because he'll do the he'll do the the moral thing at the end of the day even though it's against what he wants and that's uh I mean that's going to be really good like in terms of like heartbreaking storytelling um and what a way to fucking yeah like, and I don't know where Sylvie's v- going to vindicate, vindicate his character yeah. yeah what a, what a way to vindicate his character and like you yeah. know really make him a hero essentially like, he is the hero and like, that like, no one knows yeah yeah and because there's a whole i think there's a whole thing in the i don't know if it's in the mythology and the comics or both but uh or like or one or the other but um there's a thing about loki just being the god of stories yeah yeah um and he makes his they, own stories. they talk about yeah. him yeah they talk about like in season in season one there was a line where he said when they were at the citadel something about you know where we're writing the story now um you know because they were all about let's get kang let's get he who remains away from controlling this thing you know because this is mm. fucked 
Um, and then, you know, obviously that's before Loki realizes who he here remains is. Um, but then they bring that back when Loki, sorry, when Sylvie says to Loki, you know, it's time to write your own story. Like I'm, we're we're all writing our own stories now. And then at the end, Loki says the same thing. I know, I know how to rewrite the story. Mm. Um, so yeah, so that theory definitely tracks. Yeah. It definitely tracks. And, may, and maybe um, Syl- Sylvie says probably the last thing she says before she gets her memory wiped. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. That uh, I don't believe in destiny, but as long as you're in charge of it. It'll be yeah, right. and then they kiss, and yeah. then they kiss for a weird, <laughs> weird, long period uh, of time. <laughs> don't, don't, don't even. I'm saving it. I I have a lot of thoughts on the silky of it all, and I'm saving it for the finale because. Uh, anyway, um. <laughs> and she'll be happy working at McDonald's. For, yeah. for the rest of her life until she Whatever becomes reason. manager and then, you know, she climbs up the ranks. Yes, she becomes the new CEO, CEO yeah. of McDonald's Incorporated. Um, yeah, yeah. So I really liked how, I guess just to summarize, I really liked how they tied in what the story needs to do in terms of like how they need to win. Yeah. Uh, they tied that into Loki's character growth. Um like I love how they've connected the two of them. Um, I thought that was it was very well written. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you have any other thoughts, Mike? Yeah, I'm excited of what's going to happen. It can be happen many ways. Maybe <clears throat> fix the timely does a one eighty. Is like no, I really am Kang. Ha <laughs> ha! And I control everything. And I really am the big bad. Well, because. They in the previously on they put in that scene of him saying, you know, your your lives, your stories, how you got here. I paved the road, like, like I'm. He's literally just saying I've been behind this whole thing. So yeah, yeah. I'm it definitely. I would not be surprised if there's like some kind of mustache twirling reveal um, next week when Loki, you know, after he slipped back into his past self and then he's like, oh, fuck, I have to stop Victor Timely from going out there and we have to figure out what the fuck. And then, yeah, and then Timely does a whole, well, it was fun while it lasted sort of a yeah. thing. Maybe. I don't know. That could that could be too cliche, but yeah, maybe. Because he had a couple of years with the, um, with the uh, TBA handbook. Mm. Yeah, a little maybe bit. Maybe he does the, um, the, the Rick and Morty thing where his previous self meets him is like, oh, you've got the book. You haven't worked that out yet. Yeah, maybe. Um, mm. And yeah, I was going to say something. Some, yeah, um, I suppose, yeah, uh, the way I see it, they're, they're going back in, uh, Loki going back each time and says, no, I need to go further back. And we do see a shot of him uh in the, in the whatever room it is, uh, the interrogation room with hi- the time, the time, yeah, theater. the time theater, where where we get to see him go back to that. So if he warns Mobius ahead of time, it's like no, you're crazy or whatever, and then and then it's like oh, can I go even further back? No, you can't because your body's not there. 
and it's a foregone conclusion it's like you have to witness this over and over and over um and then the tba gets destroyed and stuff happens <laughs> and then stuff happens that's the thing yeah, because yeah, it could be like a whole thing of he, he just needs to keep slipping back until he finds the right moment where things can be changed. And the thing is, there is no right moment. <laughs> this is preordained and yeah. everything, everything has happened for a reason because yeah. Kang is writing the story now. Mm-hmm. We have to get him away from that book. Right from, uh, away from the typewriter. Yep. Yeah. Uh, cool story, bro. Should have c- cool story, Should have bro. more dragons. <laughs> <laughs> more black cloud monsters that eat everything. Um, He's coming up, or she, them, uh, in the next them, one. Uh, yeah, and Rick and Rim Slayer's doing something. Yeah, Rip. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a- we got to we got to catch up with. Catch up with Renslayer. Yeah, whatever she's doing. That's for sure. Oh, maybe because if, she's yeah. outside of it and she can do stuff. It's like, what's going on over there? Everything keeps on repeating, 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 repeating. Yeah. She's got more to do. She sure yeah. does. Hmm. She sure does. All right. Well, I think we've said everything there is yeah. to say. Want to make sure I cover everything so I can be right next week. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and have you covered everything? I believe so. Um, it's a Great. shame that yeah, I, I can't really talk about Obi because at the moment he's he, he's my favourite this this season. <laughs> I like yeah. his stories. <laughs> yeah, he's the best um, best addition to yeah, the cast. I still think he's the creator and, and tinkerer. No, I like yeah. that theory. Yeah, I like I like that theory a lot. It makes a lot of sense. Mm. Yeah. Mhm. Cool. All right, let's let's wrap it up, I suppose. It. Excuse me. That's it. Yes. Um that was our discussion thoughts review on uh, Loki episode 5 science fiction, science slash fiction. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that. <laughs> um we've only got one more episode of Loki left already. I can't even further than mm. that, we waited two and a bit years for this season, and <laughs> it's almost all over yeah, already. Yeah, what the hell? Far out. One L. <laughs> what the hell? Aha. Yes, well played, sir. Um, but yeah, so stay tuned for our thoughts next week um, <laughs> on how the finale may or may not go. Um, but yeah, until then, um, that's the show. We're done. There's no more show to be shown. Yes. So, on the count of three, a one. Uh, make sure a two. you watch, uh, you listen to the other podcasts as well, like Freaky Fridays and that. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, you you um, uh, reviewed two scary movies with our friend. Wayne. Oh. I didn't even think to do a plug. It's been so long since I've had to plug another podcast. Yeah, do that. Thank yeah. you. I, I I listened oh. to him. Yes. Oh, thank you. And what did you what did you think? Uh, I actually haven't seen the remake of the Firestarter, but I have read the book ages ago, and and I've mm-hmm. got a, and I've seen the copy of the Drew Barrymore version. Mhm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's um, 
It's definitely a movie that exists. Yeah. Um, they made some interesting changes. Um, it was, yeah. I, I can't remember fully how much I, I liked it or disliked it, but I feel like I didn't like... I, I know I didn't like it as much as the original film. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I know it was interesting. Yeah. Um, but, yes, did you listen to our, our Fearsome Friday yes. podcast? And... Good luck with the future. <laughs> Good yeah, luck with the future, future Freddies. <laughs> yeah, and the future I know. Jasons. I know. I yeah, I feel like we've peaked already in both franchises. Because um, <laughs> I, I really liked Number Three. Like I Dream Warriors, I really liked it a lot. I thought it was fucking awesome. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm a bit sad that apparently they're not going to be that good anymore. So, <laughs> but that's fine. Uh, I'll still watch them. You, 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 I don't know. You might be surprised. Hopefully. Yeah, some, some deaths don't make sense. I know in the next one it's, uh, hmm, should I spoil it? I don't know. No. Um, <coughs> no. No spoilers. Okay. Something to do with... Uh... <laughs> Are you going to plug your, your headphone, eh? No, no, no. Uh, no. Just... Well, no. There, there's there's a death in it that doesn't really make sense. And it and it's okay. something to do with uh, <laughs> a very popular item during the 80s. And then... No one has them anymore. <laughs> Nowadays. Oh. Interesting. Okay, well, I'll try and remember that for when I watch <laughs> it at some point. It's like, how the hell did he get in there? I'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, yes, yeah, so yeah, go. Uh, it was Halloween this week, obviously. So yeah, uh, please go check out... Um, a couple of Fred Watch episodes that dropped. Um, Wayne and I, uh, our discussions of uh, the remake of Firestarter and um, our continuation of Fearsome Fridays with um, A Nightmare in Elm Street Part Three, 3 Dream Warriors. Yeah. Check them out. Check them out. My God, I've, it's been so long since I've plugged anything. It's, oh, it's nice. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Michael. You're the best. Michael did the plug. I just, I just talked. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of plugs, thank you. <laughs> now I was doing. Do you want to plug? Do you have a plug? No, no, no. I was doing the thing. I'm, a, I'm a puppet. I'm you a puppet. You're. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite. I mean, you heard the podcast, but that was my favorite kill. I loved it. Gross. Oh. But effective. It was so gross, but it was good. so. But it was, it was so good. It was so fucking good. Anyway, let's get I out of here. Every time. On the count. Yes, yes I would too. Uh, on the count of three. A one, a two, a three. And, and that, that was a podcast, was a podcast called, called, called Fred. Fred. All right, T. Remember to follow us on Facebook and the platform formerly known as Twitter for the latest 
and greatest Fred content. If you'd like to listen to Fred the Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch the Fred the Alien, head on over to our YouTube.com slash Fred the Alien Productions. If you're watching us on Twitch, remember to follow us. And if you're on the YouTube right now, remember to f- remember to like and subscribe to the Fred the Alien channel and hit that bell icon to keep you updated with all our Fred videos. Yes, I've been a Ken And I've been the man out of time, Michael Lister. And, and you, you just, just experienced, experienced a podcast, a podcast called Fred. Remember to eat. Beef. Remember, Freddy lives, Loki dies, the doctor is in, and Loki is slipping, slipping, slipping. He is tripping, 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 tripping. Ah, uh, yes, indeed, he is. Look after yourself and your mental health. Yes, please, please do. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching, ladies Gators. Mm-hmm. And see now. Ralph and Kid, and Ralph and Kid, and Ralph and Kid.